This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. I promise this is not a best of. This is actually an episode of the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I have a question for you yes, before sir. we get to the yes. heavy topics that we normally dissect on this show. Yes. This past Monday, which, oh, yesterday. Yeah, okay. I think the week of the 4th of July has officially replaced the week between Christmas and New Year's in terms of nobody no bleeping works. No, well, you know, the 4th was on a Tuesday, which threw off the weekend before, True. right? True. That whole week was kind of like, oh, if, if you had a cabin or a lake place, yeah. you could make a logical argument that you'd go up Saturday, like the 30th, yep. and stay all the way till but, Sunday, two days ago. Sure. I mean, that that's why I did not do that, but if I... Did that's what I would have done because that would. Did you do anything big for the? Uh, okay, let me ask this: <laughs> Did you return your indigenous stolen land on the fourth of I, July? I did not. I did not. The only thing we so normally, as you well know, mm-hmm. that's the week that we take a Reavers family expedition where I put them on a plane and then I drive somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, last year we did Seattle and it was kind of fun because the All Star game is there. So when we were watching the home run derby last night, my boys like, oh, remember when we oh, we sat there and that- then. Cool. And so it's that that's kind yeah. of fun. But this was the first year in I gotta say a, a long time that we didn't tr- I mean we did some driving, but sure. we didn't travel for, for fun. the fourth of July. And to be honest, it was kind of fun to be home for the actual fourth of July. Because we had not done that in years. Yeah, I, I just want to be home. I just want to be home. I've been out doing stuff. I, I've been home, but stuff's been going on. My sure. One of my daughters said, oh, I haven't slept in my bed since June 3rd. My God. That's how long she's been away. <laughs> I mean, that's that's over a month. That's she hasn't a been at home time. for one night. Yeah. So I, on the 4th of July, I don't know if you about, know about this kerfuffle, this Ben and Jerry's tweet. So I'm glad you're bringing this up. I know of the story. I haven't dove headfirst into the deep end of this particular pool. I... I'm really surprised. You might not have been doing live shows with Joe. Have we been missing Literally, live? yesterday was the first live show I've been a part of in almost three weeks. Okay. So um, I don't know how much they talked about this. During Two and a half this, weeks. During this last this week. But Ben & Jerry's, this, this ice cream brand, mm-hmm. put up this tweet on the 4th of July on Independence Day, and it states, the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. Oh, my. This 4th of July, let's commit to returning it. Right. That was their tweet that they sent out. In fact, it, it expands on that. It says, this is this 4th of July. It's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now. And there's a Ben & Jerry's mm-hmm. uh, mini URL that takes you to, I'm sure, them saying you need to give back your land and stuff. So we know all of that stuff. We've heard that Ben & Jerry's story. We heard that people are saying, hey, your headquarters here in, you know, in the upper uh, northwest or whatever it is, or northeast, is on indigenous land. We'd like you to give it back, right? And they're, of course, not going to do that. But I took it to one step further. Oh. So I did a little bit of, of studying and I realized that. Because you've been going to the University of Garage Logic a lot longer than I have. I, I've been studying and I wanted to make an amateur link. So in 1978, Benjamin started, but in 2000, they sold to a little company called Unilever. Unilever is based out of Great Britain. Uh. Do you remember in, in 1776, we fought this little war against somebody? 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember who we fought? Great Britain. Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And on the 4th of July, we declared independence from Great Britain. And it just so happens that Ben and Jerry put that post up on the 4th of July. Do you think, Reavers, that it's possible that the people who own Unilever are pissed off that they lost the war in 1776 and in some seditious um, conspiratorial undermining of our country said, let's start some kerfuffle here with this indigenous land stuff in the United States because we're sitting here in Britain and we don't care if the United States burns and we're going to go ahead and win that war back and take what they think is rightfully theirs from 1776. I know it's Link, but I'm thinking, wait, it's not bad. it is not bad. And then I think to myself, it is one thing to buy products made in the United States, mm-hmm. but I think it's another thing to buy products not only made in the United States, but owned by companies owned in the United States. So Ben and Jerry's, I don't have anything against Ben and Jerry's, although I think this was a moronic tweet. Maybe some people who don't, I'm not calling for a boycott personally, but if you were not to, to eat them... You're not hurting an American company. You're hurting a British company that obviously doesn't care. They're still pissed that they lost the war in 1776. Boom! That's not bad. It's not bad. You're That's coming decent. off firing. That's decent Maybe linkage. we should only do a show every three weeks. I, I, I just think... Um, I don't know if that's not conspiracy or reality. So when I first saw this story... The immediate thought came to mind is the same, and I, 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 you and I are going to disagree about with the link I'm about to make. Okay, good. Because I can't believe that these companies are not learning from the mistakes of the companies that have fallen before them. It seems impossible, doesn't it? And I, I just can't for the life of me think, how does someone not say, we, we should not do that because that's mm-hmm. going to eventually hurt our bottom line? And this is the 4th of July. It's Independence Day, and we're going to put up... A tweet that says everything that we we have to give back America. You have to shut down America because because all of this was indigenous land. Whether you like it or not, your bottom line is directly affected by what a consumer chooses to or not to do Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, which includes buying ice cream. And this just in, there are options. Ben and Jerry's isn't, they don't own the marketplace. You and that and and the problem that I have with these companies continuing to do this, you go ahead. That's that's what makes this country yep. great. You go have ahead. the freedom to do it. Burn your bridge. But guess what? Mm-hmm. There are people out there going to say, "Well, uh, all right, cool. Uh, I'm done buying your product," and that's going to happen. I, I think we shouldn't say we're done buying their product. What we should say is, "Give your headquarters back." Give your headquarters back. Yeah, put your money if, where your if mouth you is. If you put this up, go ahead and give your headquarters back. And I predicted this next part of it. You're going to disagree with me a little bit, and I know that because I know you well. I said the same thing about the idiot Mr. Pillow months ago. Yeah. I said, what are you doing? Yeah. You are committing career suicide, and it is happening. Yes. It, it's it, As we learned today where they're, what, liquidating whatever. I'm just, I, I can't believe, the thing is, every company has the right to have a mission statement, a belief mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. To, to have hiring practices, to do all those things. Absolutely they do. And yeah. you know what? Some of them are, are noteworthy causes. Some of them eh, might be a little, little silly, but whatever. That's what they stand for. Good for them. But to then just proclaim so much of this stuff on social media for the rest, you don't realize that just, shh. Yeah, you don't have to say. 
It doesn't have to come out loud. Don't say the quiet part out loud. Is what I mean, I'm trying to say. They could have done red, white, and blueberry as an ice cream thing for the Fourth of July, and everyone would have said, that oh, "That's kind of cool." I, I want to get some red, white, and blueberry instead. You stole this from this is indigenous right. land. Although I do know you will never, ever boycott Unilever. You know why? I don't. Because a little product named Jergens is made by Unilever, and the chances of you giving up <laughs> your Jergens lotion are zero. I'll be honest. I until you just mentioned it, I had never heard of this company before. Yeah, Unilever is a conglomerate, right? They own all assume, these things. Yeah. What, what's interesting about Unilever too is that they allow every business unit that they buy to act on their own. So Ben and Jerry's did this on their own, and the Unilever people are saying, "Hey, Ben and Jerry's runs itself, right? We just get certain. Percentage we, we just of- own it. We get the profits, right? But okay. the, but they run itself. But I'm sure there's some guy sitting in in Britain right now at the Unilever offices saying, "Huh, I wish they wouldn't have done that." I wish they wouldn't have done that because maybe, just maybe, there's a psychopath like Mike Fredoloni out there who will say, <laughs> who owns Ben & Jerry's? <laughs> maybe we should, because, you know, Unilever owns, you know, um, a bunch of soaps, a bunch of, mar- you know, they, right. they started as a margarine company. I mean, they own a bunch of stuff, right? And we could all just say, oh, all of these things are indigenous land. We'd like to have you give all of this back. Not to mention that it's it's owned by a British company that are colonialists. They took everybody's land, right? The British were all over. You, mm-hmm. you couldn't even go to Tahiti without it being Britain, right? Everyone, that's why English is all over the world. Well, so that was my link that I've been thinking about for a very long time. I can tell. Thank you for letting me release <laughs> that. Absolutely. Because it was a big deal. I've been, I've been fighting that. No one seems to mention the fact that, you know, that we could actually say you are acting as a foreign agent trying to add. It's like, you know, those Russian conspiracies where they're like, they're posting a bunch of stuff on the internet, making everybody confused about the, well, so is Ben and Jerry's. They're, they're making all these Americans confused thinking, do I need to give my land up to the indigenous Mm. people that were here 500 years before I was here? Interesting. Interesting though. Yeah. What else is, what, what's, did you you watch this quarterback thing? Yeah. Did you watch that? I haven't, but let me get to that in a second because a company that neither of us are going to boycott is our friends at Harmony Spirits. And I got a great note, um, from the folks at Harmony Spirits and they wanted me to personally thank everybody that made it down for the weekend of the fourth. They had a great car show and they also had live music. And if you haven't been down, you got to get down to Harmony Spirits. It's a great trip down to God's country in Southern Minnesota. I've been there a couple of times. It is a neat tasting room, and they always have cool events. And this is the time of the year to make the trip down there. Larry and the boys are serving some great cocktails, including their world-famous Blackberry Lemonade made with Harmony Bourbon and Blackberry Mojito with Harmony Vodka. New this summer is also called The Rocky with Mango and Rum. Also new are Pina Colada colada Slushies, different flavors every week. you got to get down there. Harmony Spirits are the absolute best. If you aren't able to make it down, just go into your local liquor store, ask for the Harmony brand by name. Great people and handcrafted spirits that are made right here in the great state of Minnesota with some true diehard fans of the Weekly Scramble and, of course, Garage Logic. But I love those guys, and I'm so happy for them that I saw some of the photos uh, online as well of of the car show that they had over the 4th of July. What a cool Americana thing to go to the, a car show at a tasting room in the state of Minnesota. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right? And so not only are they American-made, but they're American-owned. Yes. Right? They're and not Minnes- going to disparage our 
fair country. No, they're probably not. I I love them for that. Good for them. I, I do want to come up with an opposite word of boycott. Okay. So, you know, you boycott something. What is the opposite? I'm going to call it girlcott. That's where you go to Harmony, <laughs> and we're going to girlcott the crap out of that place. Everyone's going there. It's not a bad... I just made a... I made a you know what else I thought is you a really cool thing to do, too? Me. LOL. I'm going to start... Female doctors, I'm going to call them doctresses, because I think that will be really positive if I go in and say, hello, doctress. Okay. I mean, no one calls a doctor a doctress. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Okay. I can I, get I think that's that. the female version of a doctor. Did you talk about this um, Miss Universe from... I had proposed yeah. it to Joe. Joe... I know has made a conscious decision to really, unless it's you know affecting the kids. In fact, I have a, I have I have something to say about mm-hmm. that. But he said, "Where am I supposed to go with this? With the with the transgender person that won Miss Venezuela? No, what was it? Uh, 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 Sweden, wasn't it? Uh, Netherlands, Miss Norway, Netherlands, Netherlands, Netherlands. Yeah. Netherlands. Yeah. So it, it, I said, are you going to bring this up? Because I didn't know should I read the story? And he said, What am I going to do with it? You know, as in what? Where am I supposed to go with yeah. it? So no, he didn't really he didn't really discuss discuss it. To which I also say, well. The fact that these people can't see the own irony of their own decision making is 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 laughable to me. But again, what do I care? Do I do I do I personally give a damn that the person that won runner up to Miss Netherlands should have actually won? No, not really. I don't care. You should. Did it affect me? No, but you should because that poor girl has been trying True. for her life. She's just a, a beauty. Not. I'm not taking anything away from this this person who won. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking. It's just not. It's a it's a competition for. I for will ladies. say though, I I do get outraged about things like Leah Thomas. Yes, that yeah. that stuff makes my blood boil because the, Riley, someone like Riley Gaines has worked her ass off yeah. since she was a kid mm-hmm. to become a great mm-hmm. competitive swimmer. And oh, I'm a girl now. Well, yeah. no, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, so that, but that also has other tentacles to it. Um, that let, that should be. Let's just make sure that else. every beer show weekly scramble. Has less than ten minutes of transgender talk every show. Perfect. Okay, that's can, a, I, we're going to cut it. We're going to limit to ten minutes because we don't want people to. We want people to have a girl cut, not a boy cut. That's right. Okay. All right. So I have an email um, based upon. I think this would be based upon our ten year anniversary of the beer show that we did just a couple of weeks ago with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and of course Bartley Bloom from Bent Brewstillery. Two notes, really quick. I. The 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 wonderful, what was the what, what was the water called that had the um, uh, THC in it? Thank you. The, what, what what would you what kind of drink would you refer to that as? Um, that was a seltzer with. Uh, so it is technically a seltzer, a seltzer or a soda. They were making just okay. yeah, just sodas with THC. So we had a graduation party that weekend after. We had those guys on, and it was a graduation party in the greater Chicago area um, for the daughter of my wife's best friend. Mm -hmm. And so I brought that stuff with us. That because I thought you brought THC infused drinks with you to a graduation party. Well, let me rephrase. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Because there were going to be. 20 other adult our age that that we knew once the graduation party was over with because we were staying there that night. It was going to be bonfire, park cleanup slash party time. And I thought, well, I'll bring this with. Maybe someone wants it. And just simply to say, hey, just try it because you're not a I'm not really going to I'm not really going to enjoy it. And to the point where this person's significant other said, where is this place? I'm coming to Minnesota to get this. Really? That's how much they enjoyed it. So I forgot to send a note to Bartley, but I know Bartley listens to the show every week. 
They absolutely loved it. My favorite thing about Bartley, he had that 20 milligram. It was that one. He had that one that had yeah. 20 milligrams, and then he found out that he couldn't have 20 milligrams. So we had now to that's get illegal. rid of it. Not only did he have to get rid of it, he took a black Sharpie and went, and made it to 10 milligrams. Oh, no. So you're like, I'm pretty sure that's only a 10 milligram. The first one was a typo. All right. Yeah. I, uh, Labeling I, error. I sat those in my little fridge that is in you know, my house, right? We have a mm-hmm. beverage fridge. Yep. And I thought, I wonder if my kids are going to say, oh, it's soda. Because it just says, you know, you don't really notice. And then I thought, well, maybe my kids are going to sleep real quiet tonight. So I'm like, go for it, kids. No. Oh, <laughs> you're, su- you're super tired because you just had 20 milligrams of Bartley's elixir. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty. Good. And I also got this email from Scott, and it's a, I'm trying to figure out the product that it's come, but it's basically a garage beer. Literally, that's the that's the label really? that just says garage beer, to which I'm thinking to myself, how did nobody come up with that? It's so logical. In fact, it's garage logical, but isn't it? Do you get what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's straight out of Mike Franoli's school of beer making. Yep. It's 4%. Perfect. Light and refreshing. Nice. It's the definition of garage slash slash lawn mowing beer. That's a really good idea. And it just and what's the what's the picture of? Just a guy sitting in it's his garage? The top of a garage with the logo underneath saying garage beer. Oh. Bingo. Doesn't get it. But how did someone with one of the bigger brands go, hey, I I got an idea. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine with mass marketing what that would have done? Yeah, but Chris, in today's world, not everybody has a garage. And sometimes those garages sit on indigenous lands. You know, I didn't even think of that. So you can't have, you have to make a beer for the people. Everybody. It needs to be incredibly inclusive. Oh, look at him bragging about his garage. His garage. Yep. Yep. That's that's where we're going. That's and, where we're going. Uh, somebody also sent this in for you, Michael. That you're that this is, I think, old. This came at the end of June, but we haven't been. Yeah, we haven't been on off, for a while. Yeah. But apparently, this now expired rebate came with a fifteen dollar rebate slip. Came when you purchased a fifteen pack of Bud Light. You're kidding me. I am not kidding. That's you. free beer. They are ba- they were yeah. and this rebate is so this was only a short while sure, run sure, sure. which I'm sure Fourth of July they were trying to get people out there yep but you called it yeah you it, absolutely nailed it they have you know it, it's kind of funny because I am relatively conservative I, again I don't care either way what anybody votes none of that means anything to me but Fox News has the story up where they said Bud Light falls out of the top ten most like liked beers in America mm-hmm. yep right and then you're like wait. It, it was one of those stories you're like, wow, it went from the number one beer in America to number out of the top 10. And then you read the story and it actually, it just fell out of the top 10 of most liked beers. Wow. So it's not, doesn't mean anything about the sales volume. It's just people who said, oh, I like it. And it has roughly the same, uh, 42% of the of Americans say they like it, right? The same as it was before, but now other people like other beers more. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that Fox News, don't do that to people. That's I, misleading. I, it's misleading. Don't yep. do that, right? Yep. Have it be a real story. If it's a real story, but it's, it's it, it, when I go back to, you know, uh, statistics can prove anything, mm-hmm. right? And that's just, I hate when they do that, when they need to get a really hot label on something, a headline, where you're thinking, oh, there it is. Now, that's what most of the world's only going to read is that. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you um, speaking of like, I, I hate to talk, talk about Twitter, but this this Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight, Yeah, is, this, is that actually going to happen? I'm glad you brought this up. Because John Height and I had n- not even a disagreement, because John and I don't disagree, 
But he mentioned something in his newscast today on the Garage Logic podcast in which this new format that he's developing with Meta that used to be called Facebook is mm. now called Meta Stream or Meta something or other that's sure. supposed to now compete with Twitter. And John had a story of, well, you know, a lot of people are leaving the platform of Twitter to go join this other new mm. Twitch. I had two thoughts, which is. I don't want any more social media. Yeah, we don't need any more streams. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, no. I'm, I'm good with what we had. Yep. And this isn't old man, get off my lawn, and maybe it is. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, and of course, they're gonna, I, I didn't do Instagram. I'm, not, yep. I'm yep. not doing any of that. I barely go on Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. I go on Facebook once a day, and it's to post the GL show on yep. the GL Facebook account. Yep. Nothing against it. People still love it. That's fine. But this whole thing now where we're supposed to pick a side, my God, yeah. do we really yeah. have to do that? Where now it's, you're either a Zuckerberg guy or you're an Elon Musk guy. Yeah. Well, what, what, why? Why? Why am uh, yeah, I supposed yeah. to pick a side? Yeah, well, I don't get that. You have to. You know what we are? We're four, five, nine, and 11. Do you remember when we were kids, you had channel four, you had channel five, <laughs> you had channel nine, and you had 11. Every blue moon, you go up to like 23 because 20, if you really had that television that could catch that oh, UHF yeah, stuff, yeah. you get 23 and then 29. That was a big deal when Fox came on. Yep. But I just, I'm a four, five, nine, and 11 kind of guy, right? I want my channel four. I want my channel five. Nine was kind of the crazy channel, right? Because yeah, that had wrestling on it. They were hip. Yeah, yeah they, they had something going on. And then, of and course, Arsenio Hall. And Arsenio Hall. Yeah. So I, I'm of that four, five, nine. I think I just named myself. That's what we should do. Instead of, you know, how people say, oh, I'm from 651, like the area code, yep. they should pick like, oh, I'm from 459-11. Oh, you're that old that when you only had four television stations, I'm sure Channel 2 was there too, mm-hmm. but I don't count that one, 459-11. Oh. So, okay. I just, that's a good way to put it. Being we should make that shirt. is exhausting. I'm going to make that shirt for the GL um, State <laughs> Fair booth. I'm a 4, 5, 9, and 11 kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that just to kind of simplify things. Yes, make it easy. I, I liked it when I was a 4, 5, 9, and 11. Beautiful. But um, okay, did you saying, watch okay, that? Okay, I guess, I okay, guess the ahead. reason I'm saying that so much of this is exhausting is we see, you know, all the celebrity types. Well, I'm officially done with blah, blah, blah. Yeah, with Twitter. Well, yeah. Okay, first of all, no one gives a damn mm-hmm. that you're done with whatever. Yeah. Okay, maybe two people are. But otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to make a decision on using a social media device based upon what some two-bit actor or activist is saying about this given entity. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, and I, I, I too, someone, I was at a funeral yesterday. Oh, really I'm so sorry. Sad, sad story. I'm Just so sorry. A horrible, young, beautiful, 44-year-old girl died. Um, and at the funeral, someone came up to me, and th- this girl, and she said, hey, I, I had uh, sent you this message via Facebook, and you never got back to me. And she was totally pleasant about it. She was mm-hmm. mad. And I said, I'm so sorry. I, I don't... I haven't looked at Facebook. If you send me a message that way, mm-hmm. I would have no concept of seeing where I'd even get that message. And she looked at me like, what? And I said, well, the company, you know, the company runs our Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. I have no idea what's on there. I don't, nope. I don't post anything on there and I don't want to post. But what I find precious is when people go ahead and say, they tweet something like this, Reverse. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to use this platform again. Right. I just wanted to let everybody know. It's like, do you see the irony of using the platform one to more time? You're being done yeah, with couldn't the you just go ahead and just not tweet and then have people say, "Wait, what happened?" to The that same person? thing happened to me uh, a few months ago, where it's it's someone that I'm friends with, but don't maybe see once every three months or so, mm-hmm. right, in person. And we were at an event together, and they came up and said, "Oh, yeah, 
we, it, something came up in conversation. He said, well, yeah, I sent that to you. I forget if it was either Facebook or a Twitter message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sent that to you. How come I didn't hear you talking about it on the show? <laughs> and I said, person, you have my cell phone number. Yeah. Why are you sending me? Because I never. The only reason I'll, set, I'll see a Twitter message is because. I that's how oftentimes I'll try to reach out to a potential guest for the show. Yeah, um. Facebook message. First of all, I'm on Facebook for 35 seconds a day. Sure. And I'm not spending a second more of that to go look at Facebook Messenger because mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. But but I thought you have my cell phone yeah, number. Just call me. Just, just call, call me, me or, or, or send it to me. That's what I said to this person. I'm like, if you really need me, just call me on the and cell And the other part that I was going to get to was, you know, I had a, a, a bit of an absence from doing live shows. I, I, I was in last week during the holiday week to put best ups together in the mayor's absence, but it was kind of nice to just kind of unplug for a little bit, not have to worry about, you know, the, the spiraling crime and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but last Saturday night... I made sure I wrote this down because I wanted to bring this up with you. We always need reminders about, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not really that bad, is it? Mm -hmm. And it was our team was playing in a tournament in my my city of Jordan, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. at the Minimet, one of the greatest town baseball parks in the entire state. And we were the earlier game, and a lot of the Jordan parents have to volunteer Okay. At certain events, because that's how you you waive some of the fees associated with your sure. kids playing baseball. It's a great set. Yeah, because, you got to work a few hours. Hey, and, yep. hey, just yep. just work the concession stand yep. for a game, and and it's it's a win win for everybody, yep. right? And then you get to meet some people. And correct. Yeah. So Saturday night, the the Jordan baseball team was playing their game. You know, hometown, great atmosphere, huge crowd, and all the parents were. Enjoying Dollar Beer Day, Ooh. and and basically like taking admission and things like that, and yeah. kids are running around and and having fun, and I'm thinking, you know what, Th- we need more of this. Yeah, life's good. The, the, this is what we need more of, and oh, they're gonna have fireworks later in the day and, and things. And I just thought, okay, because I remember I looked at my wife and I said, you know, this is a k- kind of a cool reminder. And I, I remember she said, well, I'm going home, mm-hmm. and I said, are you gonna be? And it was probably. Nine thirty, yeah, maybe no nine o'clock. It just, was just, just just barely getting dark, just yeah. barely getting dark. And she said, "Well, I want to head home, which is not even two miles from our yeah, house, yeah, right?" Yeah. And I said, "Are you going to be the mom that interrupts this on a Saturday night in the summer?" And she just went, "Oh, you got me." Yeah, and I thought, yeah. "Are you going to be the mom that's going to end this on a Saturday?" Yeah, and, yeah. She, and she just, "You're right." You're right. Yeah. So we stayed for another ten minutes. And then we, yeah, then we left. But yeah. the point was, you know. Yeah. But I just thought. We need those little tiny reminders of like, oh yeah, it's not as bad as we want to think it is at times. So yeah. anyway, that was that, my that makes me feel good. I, I had one of those experiences on the fourth too, where I'm like, you know, life can be pretty darn great, yep. right? We're yep. we're very lucky that we have this. We're on this indigenous land. It's a beautiful spot <laughs> that we shouldn't so, give back. Right? Um, you did say something. I listened to yesterday's show, or maybe it was the day before's Garage Logic. It was a best of. Was yesterday's best of? No, yesterday was a live show. Okay, or, so uh, it must unquote, have been Friday's new, new best recording. of. Okay, and. I'm going to use the term adorable because it was adorable. You turned to Rookie and you said, hey, Rookie, can you tell us how you go about getting these best of segments? And oh, Rookie, this was on yesterday's show. It was on yesterday's yes, show. Yep, yep. And Rookie goes ahead and says something like, over the last 30 years, <laughs> I peruse through the things and then I grab the best of CD and we play the best of CD. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Rookie, that means like you have 30 years of stuff to pick from. Right. Yet you grab CD number seven, the Garage Logic season seven best of, and you push it in, and that's it. So, 
I want people to know something, and and because this is my show, I I can say this. I I would not say this on Garage Logic because that's Joe's show, and I I always am very respectful of that. But people need to understand that when you assemble a particular episode, how difficult it can be. Mm -hmm. And not difficult by... Well, yeah, just pull some material. Well, that's yeah. that that part is pretty easy because a lot of things are cataloged. The problem is the phone call you're going to get later in the day. Okay. Hey, Dip, why, yeah. why, why did you just throw? Let me guess. You just went and grabbed some random crap and put it together. And I thought, and I knew this going into last week where I thought, well, I got to have a theme or I'm going to get a phone call. Mm-hmm. So that's when I thought, okay, well, it's going to be. This particular uh, CD, I want to pull my, f- and I said, I'm going to pull my favorite highlights from each CD. Sure. And and that's kind of what I did. And so I'm thinking, well, what am I going to do for Friday? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want a phone call. Yeah. Hey, I know I just randomly told you I'm going to take a day off, but how come? So it's, it's, there, there, there is a process. Well, the problem is, is you have 30 years of greatness. Yeah. Well, do you know that no, November 3rd of 1997 is good? I, I mean, how would you know that? When it's, I started to um, work with these guys, I did start to make notes of, oh man, that would be. That'd be kind of cool to hear. Yeah. Or, could you put like an A next to it so you could find it again because, in the computer? Or that was a really good segment. We yep. should do. We should do that. Okay. So I, I, but rookie's knowledge of obviously way far weird, and away weird memory of, blows um, blows me out of the water. So that's why I always have to kind of defer to him and why we're you know when we kicked off the thirty year anniversary, thirty years of GL on Monday, some of these things are are. I haven't heard them before. Oh really? Yeah. There's All there's right. a few and the only the first two that I played this week. I, I knew, but and they're still fun to listen to. But there's a bunch on here I have I have never. So yesterday heard of. was not a best of. No, so I started playing it thinking that it was going to be a best of, but it wasn't. No. Oh, then I got to go back and play it. No, so yesterday. Did, yesterday did you, we were back. Yeah, but didn't you talk about? Isn't that when you said a rookie? Like, how did you develop those best of? Yes, because we kicked off. Each day this with, is a completely separate thing where we're kicking off 30 years of oh, GL okay. within the confines of the Garage Logic Got it. Podcast. Okay, I, I'll need to go back and listen. To, yeah. I, I listened to that very, very fantastic last interview with Vince Flynn. I played that on the 4th of July. You did, yeah. and it was heartbreaking. It's you know what? Here's the thing, though. That wasn't his last appearance. It wasn't. That okay. was an appearance from, I believe, 2009, before he even knew he was sick. Okay. Because I think, didn't he have an appearance where he talked about using Rush's, Rush Limbaugh's jet to yes. get down to serve it, which was cool, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think that might have been after. But And I don't know if you guys said it was his last appearance or if I just made that up. But it was just heartbreaking to hear such a vivacious yeah. Live, you know, and Vince was a big dude, right? Yeah. Like, a, like not the kind of guy that you think would succumb to an illness, right? You, no, he you was larger than life. Yeah, he was like he was Mitch yeah. Rapp, yep. right? And it was just so. I just listened to it, and I and I had met him a handful of times. In fact, my buddy um, Eric happens to have has the last name Rapp, and that's how he got Mitch Rapp is from Eric's last name. Shut up. Yeah, they were went to St. Thomas together. I mean, that they were buddies. So, Shut yep, up. Yep. It's pretty cool. So, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. So, and, and Joe knows Eric Rapp. I mean, everybody in town, uh, St. Paul, everybody knows the raps. And uh, um, so it's just a cool thing. But it, it just was heartbreaking to hear another like young guy yep. dead. It's like, ugh. Yeah. I've, I've gone to a, a, a few funerals in the last two weeks and it's and it, no one's older than 50. And it's like, oh, that's tiring. You don't want to go to people's no. funerals when they're young. That's no. just the only nice thing is, is when you die young, a lot of people go to your funeral because they're still alive. Right. Good point. So there's. There's something. I mean, That's you can't enjoy line. it, but right. but it was uh, th- this one that I went to yesterday. I know this is not funeral talk, but uh, this this beautiful young woman died. You know, 44 years old. Sorry two two beautiful kids. It, one of her daughters looks identical to her. I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful kid, and it was packed 
salad. Wow. And you just you felt so good that oh my god, how beautiful, what a great thing. How many lives? How that many people that knew touched. her and loved her yeah. and just it meant so much to people. But it was just in fact, uh, uh, it was heartbreaking. Just why, looking at the little kids and thinking, oh, you know, that's I a know. that's a yep. 11, 13 year old kid. That's tough. That that's is, very tough. That's rough. Um, okay, wait. Let me get back to football. <laughs> okay. And we're not going to oh, talk yeah, about you're Tom Brady. Ask me about football. I'm Did sorry. you watch that new show with? With uh, Kurt Cousins starring in it, Kirk Cousins. I'm mixed on whether or not I want to do this, and here's why. Yeah, okay. I love football. Yes. Every Sunday, that's what you'll catch me. And now, now that my boys are getting into it, mm. that's what we do. Is we like to watch football. Yeah. It's crappy outside. Let's what else watch. Are you do? Let's yeah. watch some yeah. football. I'm finding it harder and harder to try and support the tentacles that now. I just mm. okay. I just want to watch the game. Yeah. I don't care about Patrick Mahomes and the new sixty-acre multi-billion-dollar cool, mansion that he just built. Cool. Yeah. Fine, cool, yeah. good yeah. for you. You've earned it. I I don't begrudge any of that. Mm. I just I don't care about Kirk Cousins and his personal life and how he deals with stress and the fact that he's got to say I don't I don't care. I I don't. It, it, it just I do doesn't... not care. Even if my absolute height of of hand chewing gotta mm. follow the game I don't think I would have cared back then really yeah I find it kind of like I'd like to know what Kirk does on a weekday and I guess maybe it's just the part of life I'm in right now where sure. I come to work and all I'm thinking about is okay I've got to, I've got to call it three o'clock and how am I going to get to the yeah. baseball field by five yeah you know yeah. what I mean so yeah. I get that like right now it's just such a busy time it's of the just year not for me. as everything's not as I important. can't put yeah. everything all together you know so I don't I just I don't know yeah. and I, and again it's got a couple of interesting people it's produced by Peyton Manning I yeah just, but Marcus Mariota I didn't even know he was still playing well he, I don't think right now he's even on a roster oh. So, okay. So that could be an interesting storyline because he was not a bad quarterback. No, he was the second overall pick. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, pretty impressive quarterback. All yeah. of a sudden thinking to himself, uh, crap, uh, where am I going to live? What am I going to do? Who am I going to play for? How much mm-hmm. am I going to get? Mm-hmm. I wish that I, I, I invented a reality show way back a long time ago. And believe it or not, it never got <laughs> off. It never got off. But I, I, I called it the business of Paris. Okay. And it was the business of Paris Hilton. I don't need to have Paris Hilton. Tell us like, oh, I went to this bar and did this. You know, I don't want her to be goofy. I want to know what her business side was. Okay. When someone said, hey, Paris, we're going to give you 380000 bucks to come to our bar tonight, you know, play records for a little bit, and then sign this poster, and then do a 30-second photo shoot. I wanted to hear what that was like. Okay. What she actually got. And I think the behind the scenes of like Marcus Mariota saying, okay, I'm willing to accept a $4 million contract. Or, you know, what is it? And have his wife say, why would you take that? And he, he's thinking to himself, honey, I might not get onto another team. You know, I, I'm sure. making that up. I have no and, idea if he's worth 50 million bucks. I have no idea. And just because I'm not interested doesn't mean that it won't be. I'm Huge. not stupid. Yeah, yeah. I know that football, live football is still always, what, the top 10 television events of mm-hmm. any given year. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl, playoff yeah. games, whatever. I get it. I know why they're doing it. I'm just saying it has it has it does nothing for me. I think they're trying to go after that. Formula One thing that they had with F1, the ESPN Formula One television show, which elevated Formula One in the United States to a massive sport all of a sudden. Sure. And um, people who don't pay attention to Formula One, um, you don't get it yet and you, you just won't get it until you start watching Formula One and then you think, oh... I totally get it. I get what I get. What's going on? Right. Um, so much so that that is now my favorite sport. That's one I don't miss one race. If you speaking of race, yeah. uh, I mentioned Kenny mentioned the um, 
the race that took place in downtown Chicago, the NASCAR race. Did you see any of this? I, I did not. So they close off some of the streets, and all the crime then was diverted to mm-hmm. other streets. But they uh, they they closed off a section of streets so that they could race on the city streets of downtown Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, well, I get it, because it, it's based off of, obviously, the race that they had in L.A. at the Coliseum. NASCAR, mm-hmm. you know, because their ratings have slowly declined over the years. They're trying to find different things to bring in people like us well, that might be did, sports fans. Didn't it get that, a little fratty? Didn't it get a little bit of, What did the girl say about um, Bud Light? She said it was fratty and mm-hmm. old yeah. and kind of moronic humor. Didn't maybe Maybe we need to get her. To help to come, boost come NASCAR. Help NASCAR. Yes. Well, the only reason I'm bringing it up is there was a clip that made me absolutely bust a gut laughing. So picture, you know, literally, you know, race cars going by Grant Park, yeah. right? You know, yeah. everyone's been to downtown Chicago. So picture race cars going through the city streets and they all got tangled up at one particular turn. And the caption was, when Minnesotans try to do a zipper merge. Oh, God. And I busted a gut laughing because obviously we can we can all relate. But I just thought I just I just thought that that was pretty funny. It is adorable how we zipper merge. Everybody gets into the one lane yep. and then we just all scream at the one guy who drives all the way down to the very end yep. to be the left-handed zipper because everyone's waiting in the right. Mm-hmm. It's no other state does that. And it's why I will absolutely drive. 15 miles out of my way so I don't have to sit in track like congestion just to avoid that if yeah. I can if I can keep going hell I don't care I'll go all the way down through Lonsdale to get home you I don't, don't care. care as long as you're moving as long as I'm yeah. moving yeah. that I'm that I'm peaceful yeah I got a little extra time to listen to whatever I want to listen to and yeah anyway. I get it um Michael thank you sir and Reavers you're the best please do us a favor if you can rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the weekly scramble we would greatly appreciate it and we thank you for your continued support of this show over the years it means a lot more than you know so for Mike Fratelloni my name is Chris Reavers we will talk to you again next until next week until then ladies and gentlemen cheers <laughs>